0: Welcome to this episode of Back to the Point. I'm your host, Rick Goulding from BC High's Class of 2004. And today on the pod, we have all of this year's inductees into the BC High Hall of Fame. We have Bob Graham from the Class of 57. We have David McLaughlin from the Class of 1992. Matt Carney from 96. Miles Staunton from 2000. Greg Smith from 02. Pat Reams from 05, and we also have Brian Oates from the class of 89, uh, who's this year's recipient of the Paul Hunter Man for Others Award. And we also have Serge Georges from the class of 1988, who is this year's Jim Carter Courage Award. A lot of guests, a lot of incredible conversations. Uh, It was a really cool night. It was awesome to be there on Hall of Fame night. And a quick shout out to uh, everyone who had a hand in putting that together. It was an incredible night. Uh, Just a lot of fun. um, Really great way to hear kind of the stories of each of the inductees. And what I was able to do that night was I was able to take about, I don't know, five to ten minutes per uh, couple of inductees. You'll see, there's a couple of, Individual interviews and uh, conversations, and then there's mostly conversations with, you know, two pairs of the inductees, which was kind of cool. Uh, you know, for example, the the one of the conversations is with um, Bob Graham, who's from the class of 1957, and uh, Pat Reams, who's from the class of 05. So, uh, you know, it was cool to kind of see them interact and and uh, bounce, bounce things off each other and, and, and things like that. But anyway... Um, it was it was a great night uh, but we got to talk to all of them so it's it's a really cool episode I had a lot of fun talking to all these guys and it was really cool to catch them before they kind of received this award and to see how uh, excited they were and and to hear what this night meant for them and uh, things like that so uh, that's what's ahead we 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 have conversations with each of the inductees um, and wanted to touch on a couple housekeeping things Uh, first and foremost send us your feedback as always I'm I'm looking for feedback I'm also looking for uh, suggestions for guests you know if you know someone that you think would be a great guest on the pod send me their name uh, send it to back to the point at edu. send it to me uh, at Rick 3 on Instagram and just send it along um, you know you might think if you're listening or the person you're thinking of might be thinking, uh, you know, Oh, you know, what, what would I have to say? What would I have to share? You know, there's nothing extraordinary or or different about anything I've done or accomplished. And that's just false. Uh, you know, everybody has struggled, failed, succeeded, overcome. Uh, everybody has in our community. And that's that's who we are. That's what makes us who we are, is all of our kind of individual stories stitched together. Um, and you never know something about what you have to share may resonate with someone or may inspire someone or uh, you know, may make someone think differently about a situation they're in. as mundane and ordinary as it may sound to you. It, it could mean the world to someone else. So that's that's kind of my call uh, to action for everyone to uh, really think of people that you want to hear. Send us, their name, send us their names. Send us um, their information. We'll get in touch with them. We'll schedule it. We'll take care of all that. Uh, but we want to hear from you guys. And obviously, if there's anything we can be doing better or differently, um, we want to hear that as well. Uh, only other housekeeping point. You may have noticed that we were... Off, uh, off schedule a little bit for the past few weeks. Um, a whole a whole host of things kind of contributed to that. Uh, a couple of them were we had a couple guests that we thought were going to come on. Um, they've been kind of rescheduled for or postponed uh, to a later time. Um, but you know, we were lined up and things fell through, and you know, instead of just. Putting out a podcast of me talking for forty minutes um, about you know what I want to talk about uh, that we we said that probably isn 't something folks want to hear uh, and i'm I'm pretty sure of that, so we waited to, till we had something to so had some really good content to share with you so um, that 's what 's coming your way tonight, obviously with the Hall of Fame folks um, and uh one other thing one of the things that come up recently is. Um, I actually had pneumonia the night of uh, the Hall of Fame event. So if you hear me coughing, uh, turning away from the mic and, and doing my best to, to cough away from the mic while um, the folks I was talking to were talking, I'm sorry about that. But that's also been something that um, kind of sidelined me a little bit than I, more than I wanted to be. So uh, apologies about that. Uh, but we're we're back on track. We've got um, we've got this pod uh, today. We've got some some students coming on next. Some some current students, which uh, I've met them. They're they're pretty awesome, and I'm excited to uh, share our conversation with you guys. Um, all right, so that's more than enough out of me. Let's uh, let's get to the Hall of Fame pod. Um, Here you go. Here are all of this year's inductees into the BC High Hall of Fame. Rick Goulding from BC High's class of 2004, uh, and this this is this is a very very uh, exciting podcast. I'm here in the Great Books Room on campus. Our first two guests are going to be Bob Skinny Graham from the class of 1957, who's being inducted for baseball and basketball, and Patrick Reams from the class of 2005 for uh, he's being inducted for swimming. So let's get to it. First of all, gentlemen, congratulations on uh on being inducted into the hall of fame
1: thank you very much
0: thanks rick mr graham i want to start with you um where's the nickname come from
1: that's a good question (laughs) (laughs) i saw in the listing i was the only one who had a nickname so yeah but it's an old family nickname oh okay it was my grandfather's and he played baseball in the early 1900s uh walter johnson and all those big pros and my dad came along, and he became young, skinny, because he was a ball player and played with the Red Sox, and so, and then I came along, Yeah. and I kind of followed in their shoes, playing a lot of baseball, and I became young, skinny, and a, kind of the skinny stick, so <laughs> you, you'd think after I turned 20 or 22, it would go away. Yeah. It does, for the most part, until my wife calls me somewhere. She calls me by that name. <laughs> So I'd be in the Air Force years ago, and I'd be in the officer's club or something like that. And I'd go to get a drink for somebody and she'd yell, hey, skinny, get me. And they said, skinny? <laughs> so everybody started calling me. In, so. <laughs> so that's the origin of it.
0: So. I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. Um, and, and you're being inducted tonight for baseball and basketball. Right. Yeah. That's, Fantastic. That's yeah. pretty cool. So what are some things that you remember? What, what, let me ask you it this way. What do you remember most from... Uh, playing ba- baseball and basketball here at BC High.
1: Well, baseball we had no home field, so we we, we were the uh, probably the second soft freshman class. I guess we were sophomore. We we started in James Street mm-hmm. as freshman class. We moved here our sophomore year, and there were no fields. Oh wow! Just two buildings. Oh wow! So we had to travel everywhere just to practice. Yeah. We Had no home fields. So that was, that was an eye-opener. Uh, basketball, we had a very small gym. Yeah. A, big enough for a dance, but not for a basketball <laughs> game, really. Yeah. But uh, basically, probably the most amazing thing were the, were the two coaches for those two sports that I had. And I think that's... Uh, a lot of memories came from that.
0: Gotcha. Uh, Why don't you tell us a little bit about those coaches?
1: Well, one is in the Hall of Fame. Charlie McCoy, okay. father, Charles McCoy. Gotcha. He was a uh, running back at Boston College in the early... 60s, uh, quite an athlete. He coached football, baseball, and basketball here. Wow! Uh, in our junior year, he decided to go in the priesthood, <laughs> so we lost oh. him. <laughs> and then we had Teddy Lyons, who was the assistant football coach, became the baseball coach. Uh, another real good athlete, and uh, he helped us quite a bit. But we lost him fatally in the middle of a baseball practice. He had a heart attack and. Oh, no. Passed away, and uh, so they had a Jesuit kind of pick up the pieces, and he became more of a driver than a coach to drive us to games (laughs) gotcha, (laughs) and just keep his fingers crossed and hope that we'd do okay. Yeah. But the coaches were were just fantastic, and the teammates. It was just a a great atmosphere.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. Pat, what about you? Um, You swam here. What are some things that stick out in your mind about your time swimming at BC High?
2: Yeah, a couple of things that, that stick out are, one, the UMass pool, and it, it was basically an ice box. It was <laughs> like you had to the, – the coaches had to throw people into the pool some days. Oh, really? You just nobody wanted to – because your practice – swimming, high school swimming being a winter winter right. season sport, it's, it's 25 degrees outside. Right. It's drafty doors at this pretty rundown – uh, pool and and just it was so cold so, so that and and we had this tradition and this goes back I mean I, I don't know how far back it goes beyond uh, before I got to BC high but on the bus ride to away meets we would we would pass around a, a coconut like to drink like coconut water out of a fresh coconut with out of a straw and people would grab, you know, hammers and screwdrivers out of their, out of the trunks of their cars to to crack it open. You know, because obviously we, we didn't have a, a drill or, or anything, any any commercial food grade anything to, to open yeah. the coconut. Not really sure why we did it. Okay. What the significance of it was, but it's a, it sticks out as a, a pretty
0: distinct memory. Yeah. Every, every away meet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Why don't you guys talk a little bit about your teammates? Pat, we'll start with you. Um, tell tell us a little bit about um, some of the you know some of the teammates that stick out in your mind that really shaped your athletic experience here at BC High.
2: Yeah, I mean, I had a lot of great teammates. We had a lot of good teams in the in the years that I was that I was here. We came up my freshman year. We came up just short. Um, kind of came down to the the last event of the meet, and we came up. Just short of a of a state championship, and some so of those so that would have been oh one that would have been the 2 uh, yeah. year okay gotcha yeah you. so yep. the oh one oh two season understood and and some of those guys stick out because they were uh, some of the some of the guys that were that were on the team um, that that year the the seniors and, and juniors were guys that swam on my year round club team as well. So some of the the guys I had uh, followed here in a sense, uh, you know, a lot of guys from our team all came uh, a couple of the guys were, were John McGrath and Heath Walden and they were, they were just good guys. And they, they kind of, they drove me around everywhere back when I was a freshman didn't have a, didn't have a car, didn't have my own wheels or anything yeah. like that. They were, they were, uh, I was fortunate enough to have them take care of me and not make me take the T to, to to practice or anything like that especially in the dead of winter yeah Uh, and then uh, then we come my senior year we did actually end up winning the state championship so we were you know we, we were in the mix the the sophomore and junior year but not really right there and then senior year we uh we made it happen and my younger brother was a freshman on the team that year oh my that's young, cool my younger brother sean so that's a that's one of the memories that really that really sticks out winning is, a state is be, championship being able to brother. do it with with him especially he had uh we had grown up swimming together and he'd taken a couple of years off of swimming in middle school and then when he came uh, came here for for high school he or he got back into it right around that time, or maybe it was eighth grade that he got back into it. But yeah, so it was it was fun to to kind of close it up. Yeah, close it out that way. Yeah, yeah. What about
0: you, Mr. Graham?
2: Uh, Mr. Sticks? Graham,
1: how about how about Skinny? How about Skinny? <laughs> I, I okay. Skinny. How about Bob. Alright, Bob. Right,
0: Bob um, what, do you, what what um, are there teammates that that really had an impact on your time on those teams? Is there anyone that sticks out?
1: Oh, definitely. Uh, other than classmates. Probably the year ahead of me, there was uh, uh, Steve Morrison. Don't know if you know Steve. Uh, He was a halfback in football. He captained football, baseball, and basketball. Wow. Just an outstanding athlete. He was from Somerville, as I was. So I got to know him growing up. Yeah. But he was a year ahead of me here, and he kind of broke me in, so (laughs) to speak. And (laughs) and, uh, he was uh, quite an influence, I think, on me. But as far as teammates go, uh, one that would stand out in BC High's mind is Jack McGuire. McGuire mm-hmm. Associates—they've been very much involved with Grace Regan, with BC High, and its expansion and development. Yeah, he's been—he was actually dean of admissions at Boston College for a while. Uh-huh. But he was quite a pitcher, left-handed oh, yeah. pitcher, really good ball player. Uh, Paul Como was a catcher and probably the class comedian. You know, yeah, everybody was always laughing, kept everybody—and of course, everybody he's was, the catcher, right? He was the catcher. <laughs> yeah. Those two guys are Probably on baseball, probably the most memorable. Uh, yeah. Basketball, uh, our basketball team was more successful than baseball. Baseball, we did pretty well. Basketball, yeah. we went a little bit further in the States. And uh, Chris Canavan was co-captain with me. Uh, Frank Curley and uh, Joe DeFranco, South Boston kid. Uh, were three good ball players. but the one who came up right behind us, here behind us, was Jimmy Hooley. Uh-huh. He's also in the Hall of Fame, uh-huh. and uh, we really blended well together our senior year, gotcha. and I'll, I was going to tell the story later tonight, but we ended up playing Durfee High School in the semifinals of the states, they had been the champs the year before, and odds on favorite to be this year's champs, state champs, and we're losing a little bit, uh, got off to a slow stop, but by halftime we're up a few points. And so at the Boston Garden, the old Boston Garden, they took us to temporary dressing rooms made out of plywood, you know, in the hallway of Boston Garden. That's where the teams went. Oh, wow. So they put us right next to the Durfee coach, who Uh was Luke Urban, legendary Hall of Fame coach. Yeah. And he was out of his mind (laughs) criticizing his players because they were supposed to run away with the game. Yeah. And our coach was the one who replaced Ted Lyons, who had that misfortune. He was a Jesuit scholastic here, Father McKenna, uh-huh. Mr. McKenna. Didn't know much about basketball, but he was the shepherd. And he just he just heard this guy next door yelling at his team. He told us, just be quiet, listen. And we listened to their whole strategy for the second half. Who was supposed to do what, all the plays he was putting in, what oh, they were going to wow. do against us. We walked out on the floor. We ran away with it the second half. Oh, that's <laughs> incredible. It was fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, th- those probably the two most memorable. I got gotcha. stories with baseball and basketball. I got gotcha. you a lot more, but those are the most.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, we only have a couple a uh, couple minutes left, but uh, what I want to end on is, um, what does tonight mean to you? And Bob, let's
1: start with you. Uh, well, it's quite a surprise. You know, yeah? it's sixty-two years since I graduated. <laughs> <laughs> Proud to say, uh, but as a lot of my family and friends would know the four years I spent here uh, I've often said were probably the most influential years I had as a kid Mm -hmm. and formulated a lot of the values that later in life got me to where I went and uh, in my career and I continue with a lot of sports as well but I think the impact the Jesuit priests had and the environment at BC High was fantastic.
0: Yeah, gotcha. Pat, what does this tonight mean to you?
2: Yeah, it's uh, it's just a really great honor. Uh, I'm I'm really humbled by the by this opportunity or by this uh, by whoever nominated me. Thank you to whoever that whoever <laughs> Spoiler you are. Part, it was there. me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it's great to and it's great to be back at a place that that really. Uh, Formulated a lot of who I who I grew up to be. I think that this is this is the place that really started to spark my my intellectual curiosity and and just created a foundation and and showed me what it's like to one on the sports side be on a great team, uh, and and you know be able to come back from from a setback like I mentioned that uh, that. That my freshman year state championship, getting so close, like being yeah. able to being able to to come back and, and keep competing yeah. future years. I think that that um, that served me well as a, as I went off into college. And then on the on the academic side, the school set me up uh, really for really for success. And I thank all my all my teachers and coaches who who helped uh, instill all those lessons in me uh, over my four years here.
0: Well, I appreciate that. Um, Thank you guys for taking time out of your night. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing you both being inducted later on. Thank you, All right, we have our two next guests here tonight on Hall of Fame night. Um, Sitting in front of me, I have Brian Oates from the class of 1989, who's here tonight receiving the Paul Hunter Man for Others Award. And I also have Serge Georges uh, from the class of 1988, uh, receiving the Jim Cotter Courage Award. Uh, first of all, gentlemen, congratulations. Um, this, is, this is a pretty cool night.
3: Yeah, it is. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, it's a thrill.
0: Um, so, uh, Serge, let's start with you. Um, what, was, what was your reaction when you found out you were going to be receiving this award tonight?
3: Um, I think, like a lot of people who uh, find out that they're being recognized, uh, it, it feels kind of odd in the sense that I don't think that there's anything that I've done outstanding to deserve uh, the accolade. Um, And particularly getting it from BC High where uh, my feeling has always been I've taken more and received more from BC High uh, over the years that it kind of feels odd to be recognized by an institution that did so much for me. So it was really a humbling experience for me to get word that I was getting in, and particularly the uh, honor name for uh, Coach Connor.
0: Yeah, well, why don't you talk a little bit about that. Um, what, what's, what's the award for, and, and what did that mean to you to be recognized in that particular
3: way? Well, I, I, I think both for Brian and I, both of the awards that we're receiving are named after two legendary uh, BC High alums. Um, people that, when you think of BC High, uh, there are a handful of names that are synonymous with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Paul Hunter and, and, and Jim Cotter are two of those legendary folks that are tethered to this institution. So uh, knowing what Coach Cotter meant, not only as a coach, but as a guidance counselor uh, and as a member of this faculty, um, it meant so much to me to know that he's helped so many people Uh, even through his diagnosis and uh, his struggle with ALS uh, that ultimately cost him his life, that he was still, up until the very end, um, exemplifying what the Courage Award is all about Mm -hmm. and still persevering through it and doing the best he can to continue to be a man for others. Mm -hmm. So it means a lot to me. Mm
0: -hmm. Brian, what about you? Um, What does it mean to be receiving uh, the Paul Hunter Award?
4: Uh, It is an incredible honor, Um, and and like Serge, you know, you think, I really haven't done much to deserve this, so it's a little (laughs) humbling and and, uh, a little uh, disconcerting, but uh, having had the great opportunity to spend a lot of time with Paul when I was here, um, I couldn't be more proud because he's such an incredible man an incredible example of uh, giving back and service and leadership and um, truly one of the most exemplary man for others you could find that, uh, it, it's, it's an amazing, um, recognition.
0: Yeah. Um, wh- tell me, let, let's Brian, let's stick with you. Uh, tell me a little bit about your time here at BC high. What sticks out for you in terms of, um, the things that you did, not only athletically, um, but also, you know, academically or, or the relationships that you formed on what, what kind of bubbles to the top?
4: sure well the athletic conversation will be very brief um and the academic conversation wouldn't be particularly deep
3: Uh,
4: (laughs) (laughs) but the uh the sense of community and friendship and um responsibility that um High imparted upon me you know has lasted with me always so you know that uh, ethos of being a man for others um is probably my biggest takeaway from this place And, and uh I know that I'm not unique in that, and it's the imprint um, that BCI puts on young men to kind of orient and form with their formation, you know, I was very lucky to be part of.
0: Yeah, and, and how would you say that that ethos that you touched on uh, kind of figures into your worldview today?
4: Um, you know, I would say what I do on my um, for my job is not necessarily who I am, and yeah. I, I think the... Uh, the totality of the opportunities to give back and serve your community in a a number of different ways are things I learned here uh, from BCI. Certainly I got that uh, general direction and guidance from my parents, but Mm -hmm. um, BCI kind of reinforced and and amplified the importance of of thinking beyond yourself and and thinking about others. Gotcha.
0: Serge, let's talk a little bit about your time at BCI. What sticks out for you? um you know w- I- I- are there any um relationships or or experiences that that really stick out that you feel were formative to who you are today
3: there <laughs> i hate to sound like a cliche but there were seemingly far too many to list <laughs> fair enough um, you know uh over 30 years later since graduating from here and uh in particular the impact the teachers that i had had on me, Mm -hmm. um, uh, in particular, um, Jack Dempsey, um, and uh, specifically, you know, having taken uh, a couple of chemistry courses with him, and I remember at the beginning of uh, introductory to chemistry, I struggled uh, a little bit, and, uh, you know, remembering the amount of time that Mr. Dempsey took uh, to explain the middle of the season or the middle of the the, the semester to really help me and take time uh, That was he was taken away from his family because it was after school. It w- it kept him from leaving early uh, but at the end of the first year that I took with him uh, to be at the top of the class because of the amount of care that he took to make sure that he could give me the extra help and then years later to take advanced chemistry with him and and um, always remembering that he never gave up on me. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and that's something that I can't um, ever understate how much that mattered uh, to a kid uh, when he's struggling, that somebody is going to stick with him and, and believe in him. Um, on the personal side, the relationships. Uh, I know a lot of different, and it's going to factor into a lot of what I have to say tonight. Maybe there are a lot of institutions, a lot of high schools, where people after the fact can say, hey, I've had these wonderful relationships that I built that sustained me over the years, but um, it's really in a three-dimensional way. The friendships that um, I had uh, and that I have that were made here that will last me a lifetime, and I know they will, and I don't think, uh, much like Brian just said, uh, I'm not an exception. Uh, Mm -hmm. I I think I'm the rule uh, that this is the kind of place and it it fosters those kind of relationships. Um,
0: So... The the la- we, we we gotta run in just a minute. These these the the sessions I have are so condensed. Mm-hmm. Um the last thing I wanna ask you guys is uh I, I remember being here and, and seeing people receive awards, like the St. Ignatius Award or other awards. Did you guys ever imagine that you'd be coming back in two thousand nineteen and uh receiving the uh Paul Hunter Award or the Jim Cotter Award? No. Yeah.
3: No. And that's why it's still overwhelming uh, that i'm actually going to receive this it just doesn't it still hasn't said it
0: yeah what about you Brent?
4: yeah i would certainly echo that certainly not anything ever tied to athletics so the fact that i can tell my son that i'm in the athletic hall of fame yeah. you know, <laughs> is, is a nice side benefit for tonight yeah. but uh um you know like surge bci has given me more than i've ever given it so uh tonight's another great example of that
0: great Well, thank you guys so much for taking time out of your night. Congratulations again. Uh, I'm excited to see you both out there receive your awards.
3: Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure being here. Thank you.
0: Thank you. (music) All right. So I'm sitting here with uh, Miles Staunton from the class of 2000, who's being inducted tonight for football and baseball, and uh, Greg Smith from the class of 2002 who's also being uh, inducted for baseball and football. Uh, first of all, guys, congratulations on, uh, on being inducted. This is pretty exciting.
5: Thank you. Thank you.
0: Um, Miles, let's start with you. Uh, were you surprised when you found out you were being inducted, or did you, did you always expect this?
6: Uh, no, I kind of expected it. <laughs> Honestly, I thought I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I not yeah. know when it would. I mean, as a team, we've already been in it anyways. So, oh you guys were in as a team we got in as a team oh okay 10 years ago yeah actually yeah 10 years ago this year right yeah um so then I, then I knew then that Carter liked
0: us yeah And I, I
6: figured <laughs> I saw John Bartlett uh, yeah. in the last golf tournament and he kind of told me anyways oh cool um so I had an idea I just didn't know if it actually come to fruition that's all okay so cool yes, I was surprised when I actually saw the email
0: yeah right 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 cool um what what, what were your thoughts when uh either uh, mr Bartlett told you or you received the email what was that like
6: uh, it was cool. It was really cool, actually. Uh, it wasn't actually till I told someone about. Oh, someone found out that I had, it and they came up to me and said, "Hey, that's an actually great honor, dude." And then that's when it really hit home. Like, all right, it is cool. Yeah, it's very cool. And uh, the more I thought on it, I thought like, okay, this is, you know, it's cool. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I mean, yeah. That's really the only way to describe it. Right? Yeah, no, no, really no.
0: Weird. I that no. I that's, I think it's wicked cool. That's awesome. Um, w- what from your time playing either sport or both sports? Uh, what kind of sticks out in your mind um, as experiences or uh, accomplishments that were, were you know, uh, particularly formative for you, um, you know, in, in your experience right. here at PCI? Yeah.
6: So I'd say, my, like a big accomplishment for me was, uh, was I came here as a baseball player. Yeah. So I actually was, uh, I made the fresh, I made the team as a freshman as a pitcher. Oh wow. And that's when and so baseball was my primary focus, but then I got injured a lot, so kind of lost interest with that. Yeah. And football started taking over. Yeah. Um, so my huge accomplishment was freshman year making the actual team. Like I didn't ever even try it out for freshman. I went right to varsity and did the tryouts that way. So. Oh wow. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, it was very stressful because I was you know at that time I'm like if I don't make it it's gonna kill me and you know yeah that, of that's course the way I was to myself yeah yeah um so to me that that one football wise was just going from my sophomore year, well my freshman year which was I w- I was a center. My freshman year, I was a Senna, which Steve Trapillo made me a Senna. Oh, wow. Um, to I started uh, varsity football my sophomore year as a, as a receiver. So I went from center to receiver. Wow. And playing organized football. Only my, that's my first time ever playing organized football at the varsity level was as a receiver, as a sophomore. My brother was the quarterback, though. Oh, wow. So I was the only one that could really catch his balls. Oh. That's why they, <laughs> honestly, that's why they had me because my brother had a cannon. Oh, really? Uh, we were not good, but he had a cannon. <laughs> yeah. So we went from three and seven Yeah. my sophomore year to six and four. It would have been your freshman year, my yeah. junior year, to yeah. 11 and one. Oh, wow. And that one loss was the state championship game. Oh, no. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. my, big, my comments was there, which is growing a, a, you know, a product on the field where people want to come and watch it. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? In no, that that's regard, a really cool way to look um, at it. We brought fun back to BC High Football again. Absolutely. That 99 team, to me, was fun. We had swagger. We had a lot of... Just fun, comp- you know, competition going on, even at practice, it was fun. Yep. So that, those are my two big accomplishments, I think. That's
0: great. No, that's a really cool way of looking at it. I've never, you know, some people are like, oh, yeah, we, you know, we won the state championship or yeah. something like that. But oh, I didn't, I wish I did. He's got no, a no, seat. no, he I, know, I know, I know. But it's cool to yeah, think right. about how you grew <laughs> that. That's really an interesting way of looking at it. Greg, what about you? What, what, what sticks out in your mind about your time here and, and being on the teams that you were on?
5: The people. Um, you know, Miles mentioned the, the fun, right? Without a doubt. Um, you can easily, I could easily point to the Super Bowl or the '01 baseball team, which was truly special, um, kind of like um, the '99 football team. We've already been inducted as a team. Um, we had now six draft picks on that team out of our star- our starting nine, and nine Division One players, and then something stars. like twelve college baseball players, like basically like a team you see in the Southeast or out in California, pretty much. Yeah. Um, so you can kind of point to that team, but for me, it's it's it, it just it's the people the friends the fun um the coaches right, right. um and that's one of the things i'm gonna make sure I, I get right tonight is try to remember all the coaches yeah um there's a lot there, there's a lot when you go from because i played basketball too i am not getting inducted for basketball but i uh, <laughs> <laughs> rightfully so that's <laughs> rightfully next year rightfully <laughs> so um yeah I, you know i was on varsity as a junior but then hurt my knee playing football so i didn't play again my my uh, my senior year um but I actually, I, I threw the shot put that um, that winter instead of playing basketball. So, you know, I'm even connected with guys like John Norman and Mark Stonkis was the – oh, yeah. the, the Stonk was uh, y- yeah, he's he's the – yeah, he was a quarterback coach for us, Yeah, too. exactly. Yeah. Um, it, it's it just like BC High, right? You know, the athletics is, is just one piece of the school. Um, it was a big piece for me, obviously. But I think anyone will tell you, regardless of what you liked about the school, it was just the people. Yeah. Um, and I think as I was making out the list of the coaches I, I want to remember tonight, they were th- they were extremely, extremely disciplined, kept us on the right path. And I got to tell you, that one of the thi- I don't know if this it may be a- almost a little controversial now with the way I've seen some teams get coached and managed. Is they weren't afraid to give us bad news. Right. They told us when we weren't doing well. They knew how to communicate it right. the right way, right. some a little more aggressive than others. Right. But I... <laughs> I feel like folks are almost afraid to do that now and I've seen it in my professional life and I've definitely seen it in you, in you yeah right? right even with some other coaches right. who I think have come and gone since right. you and I have graduated they were just they, they were just excellent excellent people leaders, mentors um, that's what I'll, I'll remember um, Jamie Chips are, are awesome. Um, but I had just as much fun, if not more fun on sophomore football team and J V basketball with Charlie Drain as the coach. Like yeah. that's yeah. <laughs> People.
0: Yeah. Miles, it looks like you're uh, you're agreeing with Craig. Oh, I totally agree with him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah.
7: That's
6: I mean with football you only play once a week. So you have all those practices. Yeah. You have to find some fun in practice. Yeah. Competitiveness in practice and that's how you go about doing it. And we had some fun. Yeah. You had uh, to. My senior class was a good group of guys from, you know, freshman year on the way up. Yeah. Uh, we had a lot of good guys on that team, and we were a lot, you know, very good, you know, fun to have on the field and fun to practice with. Baseball is a whole nother completely another story. Yeah. Um, completely different practices. Uh, Nam ran that. Yeah. Amazingly. Airtight. Right, airtight. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, like, coming from, like, where I played just pick, almost like, like baseball, like I was very good at, but it was more like pickup. I played town. Yeah, so it wasn't really structured. Then I come to BCI, and it's very structured. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I kind of just lost the fun. I lost the fun of baseball because I started pick, and I, injuries helped with that. Yeah. But then football, I started getting you know picking it up and learning mm-hmm. it quicker. And we just started rolling. I'm like, all right, this is where I like to be right now. Yeah. Um, but I still love baseball to this day. Yeah. It's my number one love. But uh, football is the one that took over.
0: Gotcha. So it sounds like you guys get to say a few words tonight when you ex- accept your induction. Yeah. yeah. What are, What are the restrictions on that? Did they give you any restrictions?
5: From what I've gathered, so the time slot is is broken. It's like 40 minutes, which breaks down to like 10. No, I think it's 10 minutes a person, but I think there's a video or something they're playing beforehand. Oh, wow. So I've tried to, I've calculated, I think it's like six or seven (laughs) minutes, which I'm probably going to take all of. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'll do my best. I'll do my best. Yeah, yeah. Um, I will. You (laughs) will I'll be quick. Thank you very much. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> oh, I don't mind. No, I'll be very quick. No, I'm yeah. saying th- you, that's all you're going to say. You're going to get up oh, yeah, there and say thank you very yes, much. Exactly yeah, sit down. Yeah, yeah. No, that's cool. Uh, yeah, no real, no real guidance. No uh, topics to avoid. Just okay. keep it short.
0: Just keep it short.
5: I do like the new format. This, uh, this event used to run really long. Um, oh. So you used to get to pick someone to induct <laughs> you, which is oh. like a buddy usually or a coach. Yeah. And then they would talk for almost 20 minutes, 30 minutes about you. And then you would get up and give your speech. And some of those were 20 or 30 minutes. Oh, wow. Um, they so should never change never end- ending story. Oh, w- some <laughs> of these ran really long. I think the new format is, is spot on. Um, also, I mean, the fact that it's still the Tuesday before Thanksgiving is something that should never be changed. It's, uh,
0: it's yeah. perfect. Yeah. It's good time for it. Yeah. Um, so, so you guys, you guys graduated you know, a number of years ago. What does it mean, what, it, what does tonight mean to you, you know, coming back here to, to, to be inducted into the Hall of Fame? And did you ever, when you first set foot on BC High's campus, did you ever think you were going to be kind of, I mean, I remember the hallway to the locker rooms where all the pictures are hanging. Did you ever think you were going to be up there?
6: I never did, but I always, I always, always wanted to be up there. Yeah. Like one day I want to get my picture up there because they were cool characters. Yeah. You know what I mean? They had <laughs> big heads and yeah, little bodies. Yeah. And I'm like, that's pretty cool to have. Yeah. I'd like to have that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I didn't come in here wanting to do that. Yeah. My whole goal was just to graduate and go to college. I yeah. didn't realize, you know, sports was really going to be why, I be, you know, make my name at BCI. It wasn't really so much academics as it was sports. Um, yeah. So, no, I did not think so. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I actually have the same answer. Um,
5: I wanted it, um, but I it didn't expect it. I didn't just assume it would happen. But I think the first freshman football tryout, where Coach Carter would hand out your jersey, and he would actually stack rank one through 110 who tried out. I mean, uh, those were the right. days where you could just tell right. people yeah. where you f-
2: where you stood. You're below the um, line. Right. You're above the line. But
5: he right. handed those out, and the plaques were above you. Um, yeah, you couldn't miss it. That in w- the locker rooms were there. That's the right. old wash. I don't actually don't yeah. know where they are right. now. Um, yeah, I don't either. But you got to walk by them right. every day. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I absolutely wanted to achieve that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't. I don't think that's. That's Bottom of the it. two
6: is what's the criteria? Yeah, you know what I mean, right? Uh, well, you know, so now it's just like you know, now we're talking like state championships, championship finals. Right. You know what I mean? Not like, oh, he he had like six or seven touchdowns this year. It's like we're we're bringing championships or bands yeah. back. Do you know what I mean? That's a little different. Yeah, there's Olympians in this hall right. of game, I mean. Right, it's right, So when you think of it that regard, like uh, like to this day, this is how proud I am of BC High. I work with a woman, and uh, I found out her son plays football for CM, and it's a corporate setting, and it really doesn't bother me. So I'll see her. and I'll yell across the room, "Go Eagles!" You know, and she'll just like, "Oh, here he goes again." Because you know, I'm very proud of that. And yeah. She knows that too. I mean, she's a Jamaica Plain girl, so she'll yeah, be yeah. right back. And I don't really—I can't say much right now because CM is pretty good at Best what they CM do. state. Right. Yeah. So she's like, "Well, you really don't have much to say right now." I'm like, "But I'm still a Hall of Famer." Yeah. And she'll just laugh at that. But I always go, "Go Eagles," to her, and she, you know, just loves it.
0: Yeah. It's just the pride, you know, the pride that. Of I have course. There. Yeah, yeah. Especially um, now. So, what yeah, would you guys—what right. <laughs> would you guys say to uh, a student? Uh, who's looking up at those plaques, uh, you know, grinding in a sport, you know, this this school year, and and looking up at those plaques. What what's some advice that you would share with them as Hall of Famers to get on that wall?
5: I think it's okay to want it, right? Um, well, yeah, that's the drive, right? Yeah, it, but just just know that they're not handed out, right? Um, right. Yeah, I mean, it just it, it's it's set set the goal. If that if you want to be up there, just set the goal. Um, the school is always. Gonna hire the right people, and still has a lot of the the, the, the people around that them. Still, when we were right. there, um, they have great leaders here. I mean, if the, if you want something, this this school will help you get it. Um, it's not automatic, but if if you want it, just just set the goal. Um, I think it's a pretty cool goal. Yeah. Um, yeah no, absolutely. I, I just like. Yeah, I'm, and kind of caught me off guard that you said that because I was wondering if I could admit that that I I wanted that oh when yeah. I was
6: fifteen years old, but I did set a goal for yourself. Wanted it right. like so bad, right? Yeah. Um, and again, yeah. it's kind of hard not to when every day you're walking by. Yeah, you know, yeah. Well, I that's yeah. I think I belong <laughs> up there at this point. You know, I walk by it every day.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah.
4: I started to think, like,
1: why is that guy in there? Yeah. And I don't even <laughs> know. Yeah. <laughs> <know, laughs> <I'm>, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. I don't even know uh, if we get a character or whatever. I we I get. Yeah. 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 I thought
6: the characters were pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I would say, just listen. Take your surroundings in. Yeah. Um, you know, you don't know everything. Um, you're only as good as the weakest link. You're not, and honestly, in that regard, because uh, you learn to be humbled pretty quickly here. Oh. Um, you, you, know, you get everyone's wa- you all walks of life that come in here, and they're always like the top dog of their town or their city. Yeah. And then you meet a BCI, and then you're starting to figure out, like, all right, who really is the top dog now? So yeah, you know, it could change week by week. Uh, but if you stay with sports, you're going to get to know a lot. You know, just that well-rounded people that can get you out of the town that you're in so you can just have a better walk of life and just a better understanding like, all right, I may be good in this town, but I got a lot to work on at this level. That's really big. You see actually a lot of people come into this school for athletics than leave because they were the top guy
5: in their town or top five You come here. And like you said, everybody was. So I think it forces you to not get more competitive, but you have to work harder than you thought you were going to, and then you have to adapt. Mm-hmm. because natural talent will only take you so far. I mean, some kids, it takes them right. all the way to the pros. Right. Most people, you have to figure out ways to improve. Um, yeah, I mean, freshman year is a tough year at BCI. Academically, athletically, new commute for a lot of people. Right. Yeah. Yeah, right.
0: Yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, hey, uh, we got to run. But thank you guys for taking time out, and congratulations again. Okay, I'm here with our next guest, uh, David McLaughlin from the class of 1992 who's being inducted tonight for basketball. Uh, he's also the coach at Dartmouth College. Um, so that's pretty cool. Um, David, first of all, congratulations. Uh, this is very exciting. Um, I, I wanna start by asking kinda what this night means to you. You know, um, you know, obviously you spent your four years here in high school. What does it mean to you to come back and to be inducted into the Hall of Fame?
7: You know, this place brings back so many great memories, and, you know, BCI is a place that helped you grow up as a young man, you Mm -hmm. know, just really helped you realize who you are. Um, Some of your value systems were formed here, and it's just neat to be back. I don't recognize half the place. Yeah. A lot lot of new buildings here, but to walk in the door and see some familiar faces, uh, you kind of go back in time very quickly.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Um, Were you surprised to get the email or the call um, about being inducted?
7: Yeah, I was. Uh, you know, I, I when John called uh, Bartlett, I you know, I, I just figured it might have been something he might have needed for the athletic department or yeah. I I've, I've talked to the coaches in the past here um when I was at Stonehill and Northeastern and um I didn't think anything of it until he, he said that to me and he wanted to make sure that we didn't have a game that night. And, yeah. and I said, "Oh, I think we're I think we're clear." So, we had to double check the schedule and make sure nothing was was on that night, but I was yeah, I was thrilled when when I got the call and, and very very surprised. That's cool. Um so
0: you You played basketball here um and eventually you became a coach of basketball was there a particular coach that you had here that inspired you to kind of pursue coaching on uh, you know after bci
7: you know i think here we had a lot of mentors and Uh and brian buckley who was uh, my coach here was definitely a mentor for me and he'll be here this evening um so you know i i think you you learn something from every coach you play for and he just taught me the continue to love the game to love our craft to continue to work on the game um he was he was great to all of us and and really built a relationship uh, amongst all all the teammates and and he just encouraged me to keep pushing myself Mm. so whether it was you know you can play in college you might be able to you know play at any level you want he just kept pushing us and pushing us and i always appreciate him for that yeah
0: and did you end up playing in college?
7: I played at Colby. So after actually after BCI, I spent a year at Deerfield Academy. Gotcha. And then uh, played at Colby for four years. And at Colby, that's pretty much the reason I'd say I probably got into coaching. Mm-hmm. Uh, behind my dad is probably the second biggest male influence in my life was my college coach, mm-hmm. um, Coach Whitmore, Colby College. He was the coach there for 42 years. Oh, Wow. Which, if you think about college setting, that does not happen. That no, often that's anymore. crazy. Yeah. So it, he had such an impact on myself and my, so many of my teammates and close friends. And to see the impact that he had on us on a daily basis and to see the impact he had on alumni that came back to the program, that's when I realized, you know, I would love to have a chance to have that sort of impact on, on young men and, and coach at the college level. Yeah, that's great. Um,
0: do you have any teammates that stick out about, in your mind from your time here?
7: You know, it's it's interesting. Uh, we had one teammate, um, and this isn't in a good way. Passed about a year ago, oh, Angelo so Um So, you know, we, I did see some teammates last September, um, a year ago, at his funeral. So that's that's always hard, right, when you have a yeah. when we're relatively young, and we have, have a teammate to pass. But, you know, I, I remember just the competition every day, just competing against each other. And I remember being heartbroken when I didn't make varsity as a sophomore. You know, and, and then realizing, okay, we just got to get to work. Let's roll, roll up our sleeves and let's, let's do this. And then being able to have a significant, significant impact uh, the following years.
0: Yeah. Okay. And, um, uh, like, what would you say you, you took from um, the experience of playing basketball at uh, BC High that you have carried with you through your college career and, uh, and now into your coaching career?
7: You know, I think we all find what our passions are, and think BC High, through the classroom, um, through the community, um, through the court, they help you to find what your passions are. And then I think the teachers here, the educators, the mentors, the leaders that are here in this institution, they then help you fuel that passion. Yeah. So what I think I learned here is how to fuel my passions, and basketball happened to be one of those passions, and uh, this place taught me how to fuel that.
0: Yeah, okay, that's cool. so let, I have a question for you that that actually doesn't have to do with your experience at BCI, but has something to do with it. Um, do the Celtics have what it takes this year to get to the finals?
7: So Celtics are they're really good. They, they just they can't get injured, but you can say that about any NBA team. Yeah, injuries are going to hurt anyone. They have a terrific coaching staff, not just you know Brad and, Co- and Coach Stevens, but their whole staff has been together for a while now, and I think that consistency makes a difference in the NBA. Yeah, when, when you're together and. Um, I, I've watched them work out a couple times. Uh, I've been over to some of their preseason camps, and they have a really good culture over there. Yeah. And, and I think that's not talked about a lot in the NBA. No. Just, it's just talent. But I think those guys from the top to the bottom, they're, they're all about the right things over with, with the Celtics, and that can only you know, provide good things down the line for them. So do you think they're going to make it? I think they got a really good shot. Again, yeah. again, injury is going to be a big part of it. But of course. if they stay injury-free, I, I just think they have – Experienced guard play they have they can defend Um, they know how to move the basketball Um, They don't have a dominant big but that's not really the lay of the land in the NBA Right small ball, you know, I think they can probably win one game against anyone The question is against a really good team. Can they win four games in nine days, right? That'll be the question.
0: Okay that was a great, like, uh, coach's answer. That was very well done. Um, so you you mentioned to me when we were just kind of uh, shooting the breeze before we got started here that you're going to have 30 basketball players at your house for Thanksgiving. Tell me what that looks like because that that sounds just incredible.
7: Yeah, so I don't want anyone to, to worry that, that, you know, my wife or my family has to spend days cooking. We're, <laughs> having, we're having it catered. and um, That's a good call. The unique thing about Dartmouth, it's a 10-week system, so the guys are just finishing their finals now. Yeah. So we have a game on Friday, we have to fly out Friday for a game to Ohio, and so no one can really go home. Yeah. And so, you know what, let's let's be as much of a home as we can be. Come over to my house, we'll figure it out, we'll put tables and chairs wherever, (laughs) guys can eat until they're stuffed, and they can pass out on the couch and eat some more, and then get on the plane the next day and go win a couple games. That's
0: great, that's great. Well, uh, you said you're playing Bowling Green on?
7: Bowling Green on Friday, um, sorry, Saturday, and then fly to Atlanta to play Georgia State on Tuesday. And then from Atlanta, we go play South Florida on Friday. Yeah. And then back home. So it's, it's unique because we don't have class. So we can be away for eight or nine days yeah. on, on a trip and not worry about any um, you know, academic requirements. Yeah,
0: gotcha. Uh, how do you feel about the road trip?
7: It's the great thing about it being on the road, you find out about yourself. You know, like every game, you just figure out who you are. And being on the road, everything's a learning lesson. Whether yeah. it's, okay, someone maybe has their cell phone on during a meeting, or maybe someone's a minute late. And they say, well, oh, coach, well, I, I just, I was stuck in the bathroom. Well, text a teammate. You know, it's just one of those things where everything is a, a learning lesson in, in positive ways. So um, and, and it's really habit forming. That's, yeah. what, that's what the road is. You can form great habits from on the court to how you're holding doors for people in the hotel yeah. um, to how you're taking your hat off when you walk into the airport. So we really use it as a habit forming trip as oh, much as a cool. road trip.
0: Cool. Well, Coach, uh, thank you so much for taking time out of your night. This was a great conversation. I really appreciate it. And congratulations again on being inducted. Thank
7: you so much. And this is a great podcast. Thanks for doing it.
0: All right. Cool. Thank you. All right. We are here with my final guest of the night, Mr. Matt Carney from the class of 1996, who's being inducted tonight for Hockey uh, first of all, Matt, congratulations. Thank you very much. Uh, and for folks listening, Matt just uh, blew in here fresh off the expressway and uh, <laughs> pre-Thanksgiving traffic, uh, to be with us. So thank you for for taking time. Um, let's let's start with tonight. Uh, how important is tonight? I mean what, does it mean, what does tonight mean to you in terms of, uh, you know, being inducted into the BC High Hall of Fame?
8: It is It is very special. It's probably throughout... My I'm 40 now so to this point it's probably the highlight um, of my life other than obviously marriage and my my two boys but um, BC high means so much to me because as I was saying to my wife on the the long ride down here in the traffic um, it's kinda where we learn to be to be men it wasn't by the time you get to college you've kinda already kinda laid the foundation and you've kinda chosen a path of how you're gonna go Um, but it was here where you know, guys growing up together, going through all the high school things, the proms, you're getting your license, you're figuring out what kind of teammate, what kind of friend, what kind of son, what kind of man you're going to be. And when it comes back, you know, from 96 to now, over 20 years later, it's just, it's amazing to be honored at, at this facility. It's, it's, it truly is an honor.
0: Cool. And So what, so you just said you find out and you learn what kind of teammate you're going to be yeah. while you're here. What kind of teammate were you while you were here?
8: Uh, I was pretty intense. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I think if you if you talk to my other teammates, they'd probably say the same thing. But I hope yeah. I hope I was a good team teammate. Um, you know, one of the things, like even in my speech, it, it was so funny because leaving here, going on to play in college and in, in the minors, um, the one thing I can always say about the the teams here, whether it was my freshman team or, or the varsity team. Nobody ever pointed a finger, no matter what was going on, ups, downs. We lose to a team we shouldn't have lost to. We almost beat a team we should have. Mistakes, it was never, oh, well, he messed up, or the defense didn't do well, or the offense didn't score. It was no matter what happened, we kind of just circled the wagons a little tighter and regrouped. We hung out out of school, in school, ate together. It, was, it truly was like a second family, and that was the first time I had – been a part of a team that tight. And honestly, since then, even in college, it, it still wasn't as tight as, as it was here. It was pretty special here.
0: Yeah. So it, it sounds like the, uh, the, the, the thing that stuck with you the most is, is the people. Yeah. Um, what about your coaches?
8: Oh, uh, amazing. They had Joe, Billy, and, and Flash Flaherty. They had, uh, And they just had a great read on every single person on the team. I was very competitive. I was pretty intense. So they knew exactly what to say. Like, even if I was playing pretty well, (laughs) they would drop a little nugget that I could play better. And that would send me home just so furious. (laughs) And all I want to do is play even better the next. And it wasn't until later on I figured out that they they knew how to play me like a fine instrument. And they, they certainly did.
0: Yeah, that's cool. Uh, I actually had a coach like that. Uh, I played soccer when I was here, and uh, Coach Dowling. Um, one game, uh, it, w- it was the JV team, and he was he. I was starting games, and then all of a sudden, one game, he just sat me for the whole first half. I didn't do anything wrong, but he could feel me, you know, seething just on the sideline, just building up this rage, and then he put me in in the second half. And I just went on, yeah, like God I went help off. Everybody, yeah, I was, it was nuts. Um, but yeah, it's funny how, like, looking back, you're like those coaches just knew how to.
8: Yeah, and it's crazy that some coaches just have a knack and have such a, a finger on the pulse of the team. And he, you know, Joe and Billy, they they knew they couldn't do it to everybody, but there were some people they could. And they did it, it to was you. funny because when I was younger, Flash, Flash is the head coach now, but he was like the guys' coach. So like after Joe and Billy would rip you apart a little bit, Flash would come in and fluff you back up yep. and be a chum, do you have Did you see Flash when he came in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks, he looks the same. He looks <laughs> he looks the same. <laughs> you, did you tell him that? I did.
0: Yeah, yeah I'm sure he loved that. i got to get his secret. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, that's cool. And uh, you said you have two boys. Yep. Uh, they play hockey? Uh, well, six and three.
8: Uh, the six-year-old's just starting mites, so... Gotcha. He's,
0: he's loving it. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That, that's really exciting. Fun. Yeah. Um I I... What I kind of wanna, um, what I kind of wanna end on is, uh, when you were here, and you were walking through the halls, in Walsh or wherever, um, and you saw the pictures on the wall, f- for the BCI Hall of Fame. Did you ever think you were gonna be up there?
8: No, I remember um, when I was in high school, uh, my freshman year coach, Danny Shea. He was in the Hall of Fame and they had the little sketch of him. Yeah. And I remember it was right near um where they used to do clippings of like all the sports teams or whatever would go on. Yeah. So we would always go read football and basketball see every was doing. And uh I remember always looking at it and be like, Man, that would be that would be pretty cool. But that was you know, I was a junior in high school looking at that at that point, right. not ever thinking that I'd be sitting here yeah. racing in on Thanksgiving Yeah, Flying down flying down. <laughs> told my wife I knew exactly how to get here, and then when I came off, I didn't. I forgot you had to get in that far right when oh, you Yeah left, so yeah, yeah. I took that nice trip all the way down the oh, beach. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, it was, oh it was, no. It was, it was great.
0: There's like nowhere to turn <laughs> around. Well, from if I had path. my
8: truck, I was told her, I was like, I'm going over the median. Oh, yeah,
0: just to yeah, yeah. But obviously
8: I have a minivan now, so that's where <laughs> I'm at. So... so, so, so. <laughs> That's great. Well,
0: I, I appreciate you flying down here. Uh, it's an exciting night for you. Congratulations. Thank you. And, um, yeah, we'll see you out there in a couple minutes. Awesome. Appreciate it. All right. All right, that wraps this up. Uh, huge thank you to Bob Graham from 57, David McLaughlin from 92, Matt Carney from 96, Miles Staunton from the Class of 2000, Greg Smith from 02, uh, Pat Reams from 05, Brian Oates from 89, and Serge George's From 88. Uh, You guys were great. I hope you're listening. So I hope I can talk directly to you. But uh, you guys were great. And um, thanks so much for taking time out of such a special night to talk with me. Uh, I also wanted to give a shout out to Mike O'Brien. Who has just been an incredible help with this podcast. And he was the one who kind of coordinated um, all of the interviews before uh, the the event um, on Hall of Fame night and um, just tip of the cap, Mike. You, you're, you've are you been a huge help, so thank you. Uh, shout out always to the Fairy Pod mother, Kristen, my sound editor, and shout out to you guys for listening, sticking with me. Appreciate it. Like I said, we're back on track. We're excited. And next, uh, not next week, a couple weeks from now, we're going to have, uh, next podcast, we're going to have some students some current students on and like I said at the intro they're great you are all great and we'll talk to you soon